This is the Rocket Bomb Ride Home Show, Episode 7. This is Brian. Riding shotgun tonight is Carl Byers of Indianapolis Rock Behemoth, Metal Behemoth Salvation. Um, formerly of the Phoenix Bodies. Phoenix Bodies. Formerly of the Retreads. The Retreads. And also the H Men. Yes. Anything, yes. anything I missed there? Uh, things that don't matter. Okay. <laughs> uh, we are uh, driving home from Queens of the Stone Age and some other band that we didn't see um, at the Murat Egyptian Room in Indianapolis, Indiana, downtown. And uh, we're going to get driving. So uh, here we go. All right. Just hold that like, kind of in the middle. Okay. Point it towards me. Right. So uh, Carl, I'm going to let you get things started while I pull out of this parking spot. So what would you think of the show? Um, well, I've seen Queens of the Stone Age once before, and once more than me. This is my my first time tonight. Probably didn't help that they were following my favorite band in the entire world, and which it was is the Turbo Negro. And it was they their... the same show. Yeah, really? Yeah. See, I didn't. I didn't realize. I think just meant you saw them. No, 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 no. The Queens really? of the Stone Age, the dudes, a couple of dudes in Queens of the Stone Age are apparently big fans. Wow, that's pretty so uh, that's when a good show. Turbo Negro got back together in 2003, uh, they took them on tour in the U.S. as their reunion, their actual, like, uh, official reunion. And so I drove to Memphis and saw them at, uh, God, some theater, I don't remember the name of it, on Beale Street. And uh, they were good. It was right when uh, Songs of the Deaf had come out, been out for a little while. And they were good, but extremely fucking boring. And between each song, there would be these weird jam parts. And about three songs in, I decided I'd much rather just listen to the record, so took off. So what did you think uh, of the show tonight? Right, right. Well, that was just the precursor. Right, right. So, well, yeah. so that, there's my, there's my, uh, there's the bar for my expectations right. for the show. See, that was my segue. Okay, okay, gotcha. <laughs> See, we're working together. Yes. Um, so, uh, they opened up with three songs off of the first album, the self-titled album, which were ridiculously tight. Yes, they were. I, uh, um, I was shoot, shooting from the photo pit for those first three songs, and it was awesome. There. Yeah, really fucking loud. Yeah, awesome. And vocals were solid. All the instrumentation was perfect. Uh, probably one of the best live bands I've ever seen, just based on musicianship. Uh, being as tight as they are, uh, working like these insane stops in at random moments, um, dragging out a part, just letting it ride for a minute while Josh talks or something, and kicking back in. With you know, not missing a beat, just crisp. But um, again, most of the songs were incredibly boring. <laughs> well, they had a weird. There was a weird lull in the middle of the set, just like yeah. Well, and I know. think that's called new material. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. I mean, it was all new material. But I mean, so not to say all the new material was was slow. But I mean, there were some there were some songs that were good, but it was just. Uh, I don't know. There, uh, we were talking about it at the show. I mean, there was a part that they were playing, and one of the new songs I think is I'd never heard of before. Yeah, yeah. And, but there was this like it was a, actually a really incredible song with this really amazing. Uh, I don't even know how to explain it. Just like balls out rock part in the middle. Yeah. 
they just like this repetitive riff that could have gone on forever and still been good. Yes, yeah. Which would have been, they could have played that for the twenty minutes or so that they were playing the other songs. And right. I would have been much more happy. Same here. Um, and well, then I don't know. It, it, the weird thing about the set for me was that it didn't. And maybe this was you know maybe this is not something that they were thinking of and they they just were trying to mix it up or whatever. But like the, the set really didn't. Um, do anything like as far as uh, an emotional high or like building or anything like that like usually when I've been in bands and played a show you try to you know like I've always when I've had to write a set you try to do it so like you kick it off with enough where like people people like are like hell yeah or you know they're into it or whatever people right. enjoy it and but you don't use like you know all the good songs like all the, the like fast paced or whatever would get people you know into it at first, uh, but with the set that they played tonight, it was sort of like three straight shots of like old songs that you know anybody that has explored anything other than the past two or three records would probably have heard at least once. Good songs, and then they just sort of dropped into this sort of like just boring kind of. I mean, like the the whole middle part of the set was pretty much forgettable, besides the part that we talked about. Right, and then they did their staged. You know, that bands do these days a staged encore where they don't turn off the lights or the amps. They just walk off stage and they wait for people to clap for like, you know. But I must say, I must say though that it was a deserved encore. Well, yeah, yeah. Where like I've seen bands like Tuesday night we saw Interpol. It was like, I mean, like they went off stage and the guitar tag and the drum tag came out and started checking, you know, re uh, tuning everything before. uh, you know, I mean, the crowd didn't even clap. Right. They're just like, we're just gonna sit here and wait for the encore. I mean, the crowd tonight was definitely awesome. I mean, it definitely. Indianapolis. Yeah, people is, were very engaged, which was nice to yeah. see. Indianapolis is definitely a hard rock town. Like, yeah. I mean, like, people like this show is sold out tonight. A lot of people were wasted, having a good time, hooping and hollering. Just uh, definitely good to see a engaged crowd. Like yeah. You said. Yeah. <laughs> that wanted to rock but uh yeah so back um, to you Carl uh well <laughs> I guess uh I don't really have all that much more to add other than I really wish that they would have played more off the second album see I'm, I really wish they played more off the third album it's like I said before like I I got into Queens of Stone like probably when a lot of people did when they had you know the big uh, the what's the song uh, No One Knows was a yeah. big hit you know there's yeah. A lot of songs off that record, which I really liked, and the second record, uh, Rated R, yeah. as well. Um, am I going in all the right direction? Oh, yeah, just keep going straight. Sure. Um, which, I mean, there were some songs off that, but there were some I would have liked to hear. And, you know, it's my own fault. I should have seen them when that record wasn't a new record. Yeah. I missed a couple of opportunities in the past, so. Same here. But, um, uh, but yeah, overall, I mean, I had I, had I paid for a ticket... I would have been satisfied, but not overjoyed. So, I guess more than anything, I guess it's one of those things to me that they're not the most incredible band I've ever seen in my entire life, but uh, a band that <laughs> I can... far not the worst. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there's there's plenty of, of touring bands that are just total crap, right. and that they, they get... You know, endorsement deals and like labels throw them a shitload of money and put them in a nice studio and they make a turd of a record and then they go out for like 
nine months out of every year and play all 10 or 12 or 15 of those turds on that turd of a record to an audience that doesn't care. They're there, you know, just because it was on the radio or uh, because beer is cheap or they were giving away free tickets from the radio Beer's station. Beer is never cheap at a show. Well, you know, whatever. <laughs> they just want to uh, get out. But yeah, yeah. Just as an example. And, I want to say, and, that. And, and Queens of the Stone Age is definitely definitely a band that deserves. This is just a, a blinking. You can oh, go. Yeah, it's like yeah, a stop sorry. But Queens of the Stone Age, I think, is definitely one of those bands that deserves any any support and uh, from fans, labels, equipment makers. You know, any Speaking any kind of, of equipment. Their guitar sound is incredible. Yes, like. It's all. I mean, that's kind of like saying that. That's uh, stating the obvious. I think. Right. I mean, they're definitely a guitar rock band. I mean, just. I I was pretty impressed at the sound live. Yeah, you know, especially just, being that they were mostly using hollow bodies, which are really prone to feedback, and there wasn't any moment that wasn't intentional. It seemed like that they yeah. were feeding back, so that was nice. Good, good tone. Nice and punchy. It's not overly distorted, but uh, some some good overdrive sounds. Just right, man. Like yeah. a good beer, a good cup of coffee. Yeah. Just right. Yeah. Um, so what? Do you have anything else you'd like? Well, to I, I want to say we we did miss the opening act. That's kind of our you know tends to be running theme on uh, this show. But uh, did hear but, some rumblings from the crowd, just people we that we know that we saw at the show tonight. That uh, the opening act was not very good. And the funny thing is, is I can't even remember their name. Gasoline like something. Gasoline alley. Gasoline dudes. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway. Not Queens of the Stone Age. Yes. Do you happen to know uh, where that name came from? Um, so, it's not fact, but the last thing that I, I... I mean, the thing that I remember being told or hearing from other people that were fans was just that it was sort of like... Um, kind of like a big middle finger kind of trying to piss off people that were into the band because Josh came out of like the uh, the stoner rock scene or whatever you want to call it like being in Caius and uh, basically just trying to be funny just a satirical joke like you know calling themselves queens in a, in a very male right like being the rock world or whatever like so uh, I think it was just a joke which is cool kinda I wonder if they ever regret that uh, band names are stupid anyway. I know. Most part, but. but, you know, there's some cool ones like yeah. Slayer. Yeah, it's pretty, cool. it's pretty cool. Salvation's a pretty good name. Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. I was, I was pretty impressed. Thin Favors? Yeah, it's alright. Uh, Metallica, that's a good one. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of stupid too, but. Yeah. It's kind of. Well, now they're kind of stupid anyway. Well, I mean, I'm saying, like, if you really think about the name, it's kind of stupid, but. Yeah. You know, since there's so much, you know, history there, it's Anyway, so uh, we're closely approaching your house, so uh, it's a good show tonight. Yes. I mean, if you uh, like Queens of Stone Age, you've probably seen them. If you don't, you probably won't ever see them. Uh, but if you've been thinking about checking them out, definitely do. Definitely check out the new record if you're a fan. Let us know what you think. Uh, but I wanted to ask Carl, uh, just since you're uh, my guest host tonight and you do play in a band, do you have anything, uh, any... Tell me a little bit about... About, about the band you're playing in, any upcoming shows or oh, uh, records or well, um, you just want to talk about how awesome your riffs are. That's cool. Too. 
it's it's I don't know. It's just kind of like a like kind of a classic metal influence sort of band. Uh, it sort of straddles a line between <clears throat> like kind of '80s Danzig type riffs and and uh, Black Sabbath. So if you like anything like that, you would probably maybe be into it. Did I pass your street? I think you did. You can turn here, though, and turn left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hour forty. Um, and just take it to Pennsylvania and turn back to the uh, Do you guys uh, have any shows coming up? Yeah, uh, we're playing on August 25th at the Emerson Theater, uh, which is on 10th Street on the east side. Um, and we're it's the Crossroads of Evolution kickoff party. Uh, it's this big kind of like metal fest, quote unquote. They have like hard rock bands too um, that Aaron Mullen, who's like a local promoter, puts together every year. And we're playing with some pretty awesome bands. Uh, there's a band called Estuary that's playing. It's really good. Uh, Harikiri is playing. Uh, Wasteland DC. Uh, the Gates of Slumber. There's a, there's a lot of good bands. It's like a, I think it's an eight-band bill. And then we've got some shows coming up in September, uh, in October. We're playing with uh, Baroness and uh, Skeleton Witch at. The Melody Inn, and then October 13th, we're playing with Wake and Whiskey Tits and uh, Total Fucking Destruction at a house show on the east side. And if you guys want to know anything about um, the information, any further information on that, you can check us out. We have a MySpace page, uh, but it's just myspace.com slash Riffin, R-I-F-F-I-N, Salvation. Yeah, it took me a while to find that the other day. Well, it gave me time to talk, so... <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, that's it. Hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks for joining me, Carl. Thanks for having me. You know this is, you know this is, you know this is.